Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast with Philip Washington Jr. Today's episode is brought to you by Inc. Realty. Today, along with Rob Lewis of Inc. Realty, Philip talks about how to buy foreclosures. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple. And we have my man Rob Lewis Jr. I forgot the L in the <laughs> studio today. Live in full effect. Well, how was your how was your week, man? How was your month? How was your year? Man, it is uh it's almost 2023. It, it's it's been one. It's been one. 2022 came with some surprises for us, but we we are still here. We are moving and shaking. Like seven percent interest rates. I know. I know. It, it it went from like three to seven in a year, right? Or like yeah. four to seven, whatever. It right. Was. It was originally projected to go up like a point, point and a half. <laughs> so yeah, they missed the mark on that one. They're like, sure. <laughs> People smarter than me missed the mark on that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, speaking of the year, right? It created lots of opportunities. Um, Obviously, that that have that have been around for a while and even more, right? So today we're talking about foreclosures and how to buy foreclosures, which to me feels like closing your eyes and reaching in the bag full of scorpions and trying to pick out something nice. <laughs> <laughs> At least when it's been described to me, I was like, "Damn, it sounds pretty complex." Can that, you break it down a, for us simpletons? That that is a good way to think about it, but uh, so. And I don't know if I've ever talked about this on a podcast, but this is how I first got started in real estate was buying foreclosures. So a couple of ways you can do it. Um, you can go foreclosure auctions, uh, which require cash money in hand, uh, or you can go a more traditional route, finding them on MLS or any type of multiple listing service. Um, I would say the most beneficial in terms of margins, is buying them at the auction, uh, but uh, it also comes with a lot of risk. So I, I get that question all the time. You know, how do, how do I get in? How do I become an investor? How do I buy foreclosures? And I'm like, it's not hard. It's just a lot of work, and you're not guaranteed to get a result. I mean, there were times, very few and far between where we would go to the auction and walk away with zero properties. And you and you do this because the auction's only once a month. Mm. So if you don't pick up anything, that's you're you're goose egg. Yeah. I mean, you got a month. Well, what am I supposed to do? So um, it you, you need to always feed, you, you know, what they call the, the, the churn. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you always got to keep feeding the churn. So when you have one of those months, it's a it's a bad situation. So so what do you go and do? So you go you go to an auction, like, where do the properties come from? Uh, like, who, you know, how do you, who decides who buys what? Like, I mean, I, you know, I'm assuming, I mean, I know that, I'm assuming it's an auction style process. 
you know, it is. but is but like what are the details of it if you don't mind sharing? It is. It is it is wild and crazy. Um it, it's hard to describe. You, you it's one of those things like you need to see it. Mm. But imagine people, random people just standing in different spots. And all this happens at the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, like in front, outside of the front? Outside. In the front? Outside. Like Rain, sleet, hail, snow, storm, whatever. It is going down. Mm. Period. I've been out there in some nasty weather. Uh, but those are good days because it scares other people away. Mm. So more opportunity. Um, but just imagine several people just standing, you know, feet away, and they're just reading, literally n- not looking at anybody, not talking to anybody. They're just reading off legal descriptions. They don't give you addresses the majority of the time. So you literally have to know what the legal description of the property is that you're trying to buy. And there's no, there's no guarantee that a property that you research comes up. So the way we used to do it, we would probably research anywhere from 100 to about 150 properties a month with the opportunity to hopefully pick up four. That was our goal. We need to pick up four. Uh, Sometimes we did. Sometimes we didn't. But when you do the research, I mean, you're doing comparables to see what the actual uh, after repair value of the property would be. You got to look up title. You got to look up taxes. because if you buy a property from a foreclosure auction, you own everything. Whatever liens are on it, mm. you own them. If they didn't pay their taxes for the past five years, those are your taxes now. Mm. So you want to make sure that you do all your due diligence up front so that it once you do acquire that property, you know, the worst you might have to deal with is a clean out. Because you, you don't get to see them. You don't get to walk in them. You don't get to view them. The best you can do is a drive-by. Hmm. After you buy it, you're talking about before. Oh, before, but you, but you don't oh, know yeah. which one. But you don't know which one is which because you said they only listed as a description. So you right. really, uh, you know, out of I did the numbers back in the day. I think about forty percent of the houses that actually are posted for foreclosure actually are sold. Of that 40% that are actually sold, only about 10% go to third parties. Mm-hmm. And the other 90%, the bank buys them back. Mm-hmm. Which basically means nobody is going to pay more than what the bank is willing to pay. That's the that's the easy way to say it. Got it. So, uh, giving an example, say it's a property that comes up foreclosure auction, it may be worth $200,000. Let's say the opening bid is one hundred and eighty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Nobody gonna buy that sight unseen. I mean, so that property is basically getting bought back by the bank. Got it at one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. So, so how do so how do you handicap the situation in your favor if you are kind of uh, walking in blind? Like there, ha- like you know, what's the yeah? Our process was a lot more in-depth than other people's, but we had tighter margins mm. and, and and smaller pockets. Got it. So people with big pockets. Um, it becomes, it, it, I would imagine it becomes like a venture capital game where you're just spreading your money out a bunch, a bunch of different properties and then you cut your losses quick and then and invest your profits into the winners that you... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you're going to make quick decisions because, again, you're buying these properties cash, so you want to get your money back out as quick as you can. Yeah. 
So yeah. wh- whether it be a wholesale deal, whether you look at it and say, you know what, now I, I could probably increase my margin by fixing it up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just depends. And some of them, you like, this is a loss. Once you get in, like it was, it was one house, it was a hoarder. Um, I'll never forget this property. It smelled so bad. Mm. Um, the plumbing wasn't working. And literally, they had bags of feces piled up in a corner. And once we actually got the property cleaned out, you could go into that room and it ate through the wall. So you're standing at the doorway and you can look outside through the wall. That's how bad it was. Mm. So we had to, we took that one down to the studs, had to come in, had professional, um, I forgot what they were called, but they, they were, I don't want to say fumigators, but it was so bad. It was so bad. We had to treat all the wood Got it. in the house. So, so I understand now. I kind of put businesses in categories, right? I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, people get into like restaurant or retail businesses and they... Uh, are successful or failure, or successful or not successful, dependent on if they understand that that's a basically like a lot of money value in business. You know what I'm saying? Meaning like retail and restaurants is like you're not going to make your money on one or two restaurants. Like you're getting, you need to open up twenty and have a lot of money to do it because you 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 make your money on like not the margins but on like the volume. Is right. that kind of thing? Ideally, yes. Um, we didn't operate that way. We made ours on the margins uh, and not the volume. Got so it. we, if so, that's why we were very careful in terms yeah. of doing our due diligence up front, uh, so that we didn't run into one of them situations where it was like, oh, this is a loss. I guess nowadays, though, if you do the auction in the right place because of Airbnbs and all the other operational leverage you can get by repurposing properties mm-hmm. in context for 2022, that can be a, like a more opportunities. Right, exactly. Exactly. That that opens up a whole nother ball game. Yeah. Well um we'll let everybody know how they can reach it. They want more information and guidance or personal wealth building plan for acquiring properties uh all over Texas because that's the new gold. Texas real estate. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Well the best way to reach me is my cell phone, three one seven three seven two thirty twenty two. You can email me, Rob, at inkrealtygroup.com. That's Ink with a K. And I am Rob L., the realtor across most social media channels. Appreciate you for uh, coming on and sharing. Always a pleasure. Y'all make it a great one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. That's stonehillwealthmanagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.